Good morning, everyone. This is Pastor Joyce Erickson with BelieversBibleSchool.com, and we are doing Moments in Proverbs, and we're walking our way verse by verse through each chapter so that we can get a clearer understanding of what God wants us to learn through the book of Proverbs. So it is Monday. We are in day 16 today. We are going to be talking talking about Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, and then we will go into verses 7 and 8 as well. And so we finished our last week ending with learning that God favors those who choose to live in the principles of his wisdom. And it doesn't mean that God loves others less because God loves the whole world, believers and unbelievers alike, and he wants everyone to walk in his ways. He does, however, favor those who choose to live by his principles. And God holds them in high esteem, both before mankind and in his sight, because they have chosen to follow after the ways of the Lord, which then these ways become like a blessing from God. So as we go into uh, our our first verse for today, which is really one that many of us as believers have put to memory. But this verse, and actually the next two verses, tells us how to live in the principles of wisdom. So let me read Proverbs verse th- uh, chapter 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. What we have here is King Solomon is advising his son to live a life of trust in God. God, the covenant God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And in the same way that King Solomon and his son had a covenant with God, we as new covenant believers also have a covenant with God as well. Our covenant is secure through God's Son, Jesus Christ. And because of his promises of redemption from our sins by the shed blood of Jesus, we can take the promises that that uh, is written in this scripture verse and apply them to our life as well. Many believers are familiar with the scripture passage, but I wonder... If everyone truly understands the beauty of this verse and what trust really means. Now, when I researched the root meaning of the word trust in Hebrew, it is to be confident or to be sure of something. God wants our faith to be so built up strong in him to where we are confident and sure in the promises that he has given to his people through his writings in the scriptures. So when Solomon advised his son to trust in the Lord with all his heart, it didn't mean half of his trust in God and the other half in himself or someone or something else. It means purposing to allow our spirit 
to be in control, meaning we are allowing the Holy Spirit who resides in our spirit to rule over our whole being, spirit, soul, and body. So within our soul, where our mind, will, and emotions lie, and we've talked about that in previous uh, teachings, what that means is releasing our whole soul over to our spirit where we allow the Holy Spirit to rule our lives and then trusting that our mind, will, and emotions are fully in the hands of the Lord through the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells within our spirit. <clears throat> then our soul, as has been taught in earlier teachings again, tells our body that our spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit, is in control of our life. And it will take a childlike faith in that we are fully trusting the, in the Lord with our whole heart. So put another way, when we fully trust in God alone with all of our heart, it means we decide to put aside our own understanding by choosing to trust God and his understanding explicitly, explicitly and as he has declared in his word. We believe God knows and does what is best for us. Okay, let's go into verse 6 of Proverbs 3. And in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. When we acknowledge God in all our ways, that means we have invited him into our everyday life and conduct. From the smallest detail to the monumental events of our lives, we have invited God to be the center of every activity that we are involved in day in and day out. I'm reminded of a book that I read many decades ago about a monk named Brother Lawrence. And what he did is he purposed to practice the presence of the Lord in everything that he did. And one of his mundane tasks was to daily peel potatoes. And even in this most mundane task, he purposed to practice the presence of Christ with every swipe of the blade peeling each potato. And what that did was make him consciously aware of God's presence, which drew him closer to the Lord in a very intimate way in everything that he did. In a previous episode in our study of Proverbs, we talked about the ruts or the grooves in our life that lay out the path of our life in front of us. They could be good ruts or bad ruts or grooves, however you want to call them. <coughs> we learn that the more we renew our minds to the will of God by gaining his knowledge, trusting in the Holy Spirit to give us revelation and understanding, the more we will walk in the wisdom of God. And as such, we form those ruts or those grooves of the path that is laid out before us by the life we have lived. And those ruts, they get deeper and surprisingly easier to travel in because it becomes more difficult to sway out of those ruts. The ruts 
When we do it in, in God's ways are not bumpy like the ruts of someone who chooses to run his or her own life without God. They're smooth as we travel in those ruts. And it becomes an easy travel. Doesn't mean that there isn't a bump once in a while, but it becomes an easy travel. And as we keep surrendering, uh, surrendering our heart to the will of God, God keeps us following in the grooves or ruts of the path of righteousness. We become comfortable in those good ruts that are laid out before us because they are God's grooves or ruts. And we faithfully trust that he's directing our path before us. Not only are we happy and content following in this path, God is pleased with how we are traveling. Let's go to verses 7 and 8. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Most believers have already traveled the road that was really uh, bumpy before they accepted the Lord already knowing that living life in their own strength only brings on misery and disaster in their lives. But why is it that from time to time, even as you know Christians, we'll still go back to relying on our own mind, will, and emotions at times thinking we know what is best, and without realizing it, we have swayed off the path that God has laid out before us and then life becomes bumpy again. It doesn't take long before we realize that only God sees what is ahead of us and he knows best. That is when we need to repent and purposely get back into the that path that God has laid out before us, back into those ruts or grooves, trusting in him in all of our ways. So King Solomon was warning his son, and it is also God's warning to us to not forget that God knows what is best for us, so it is important. Stay away from evil, which surrounds us every day. God's ways, they're always best for us, spirit, soul, and body. Chances are we will live longer just as it says, it'll be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. And we are in God's hands because we trust and know that he is taking care of us. That's living in God's wisdom. So tomorrow, we will continue with chapter 3, starting in verse 7. And jo uh, join me again tomorrow, and then we will continue on with Moments in Proverbs. God bless you. Bye-bye.